All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Wisconsin Show Choir Download. I'm your host, William Soki, and this is episode 18 of the Download. This is the surely long, long-awaited season review episode from the 2020 season that I promised in both March and May. Obviously, it didn't happen in a timely fashion, and I apologize for that. Uh, in a little bit of a current events note, obviously a lot of show choir activities pertaining to the 2020-2021 school year are on hold right now, so I do wish everybody listening to this health and safety in these present times. As I said before, I apologize for the tardiness of this episode, but I hope that the analysis and information provided here proves just as insightful in November as it would in April or May. We are going to start with a group that I like to call the Grand Championship Tier for our season review, and it is pretty much self-explanatory. It is groups that won a Grand Championship in the preceding season. And in 2019, this group included Logan with four Grand Championships, Onalaska with three Grand Championships, Craig with three Grand Championships, Lacrosse Central with two Grand Championships, Milton with one Grand Championship, and also Nina with one Grand Championship. That was six, and that tier was consolidated down to four for this year, and it had lots and lots of turnover. Onalaska went from three Grand Championships to six. Holman made an entrance into that tier with two Grand Championships. Monona Grove and Reedsburg also each claimed one championship. And if you look at those numbers, they are considerably smaller than the 2019 numbers. And you might be wondering, why is that? And I can confirm to you that it is not because of a rapid decrease in the amount of competitions in Wisconsin. Actually, it was a net plus one with the De Pere competition coming onto the scene. However, it is merely due to a greatly increased out-of-state presence in Wisconsin. If you look at especially the early season, your, your January to mid-February kind of season, there were just a lot of out-of-state groups coming in, taking advantage of Wisconsin's very, very robust early season scene, and they were winning. And that is credit to those groups. If you want to shortlist some of those groups, Bemidji Vocal Motive won at the Onalaska Show Choir Classic. Omaha Westside's Amazing Technicolor Show Choir took home the victory at Viterbo 101. Minnesota's Waconia took wins at Milton and Lacrosse Central. Loveland from Ohio traveled to Prairie du Sac and won the Sauk Prairie competition. North St. Paul from Minnesota claimed their first grand championship as a program at the Eau Claire Memorial Winterfest. And Wheaton North pulled out the win in what was a highly, highly competitive Fort Atkinson showcase. Obviously, these trends are hard to get trends out of. They vary so much from year to year that you know, you really can't make too many tea leaf readings out of them, but it will be interesting to see in 2022 what happens in that regard. Let's move on now to a segment that I included in my competition weekly episodes every week this competition season, and that is who's hot and who's not. Starting off with the who's hot category, I'm just going to go chalk here. All four of the Grand Championship tier choirs, and I think 
that there's pretty good reasoning for this. There's pretty self-explanatory reasoning for this. Onalaska just put on a master class this year. I think it was clear that they were the class of the state in a lot of regards. I think credit to Richard Moses, Christopher Munier, and everybody with that Onalaska program, especially the kids involved, it really came together and it just improved throughout the year from Colby to Holman, which was the first time and last time they competed. I think I saw them both places. It was really just a phenomenal show. Just to the north, their neighbor Holman re-entered the Grand Championship tier after a 2018 season that also saw them there, but a 2019 season that saw them without a Grand Championship. They won Grand Championships at De Pere in their first competition and in Spirit Lake, Iowa. And I think that just speaks to the diversity of the schedule and uh, what they were able to do. Obviously, those two Grand Championships were ones you maybe wouldn't expect with the Pier being uh, their first competition. And in Western Iowa, really nobody from Wisconsin ventures over there too much. So credit to Troy Larson and everybody at Holman for putting together a good season. Monona Grove, I think that this is one of the more interesting seasons in the state. Uh, they started off really strong with a grand championship over El Paso Gridley at Parkview. However, uh, they missed finals at Holman, I believe, in their final competition of the season. I think they were going to go to Craig before that got canceled. And nobody really knows what went into the judging at Holman that made them miss finals, but they had a quality show all year. I don't think that anybody can deny that, and I think that they've positioned themselves very well for the future. And finally, our last choir in the hot tier is the Reedsburg Coraliers, and this was very interesting. They had a bit of an up-and-down 2019 season coming out strong at Parkview with a first runner-up and then kind of trailing off from there. However, it was kind of the opposite this year. They actually missed finals at Parkview. It, granted, that Parkview competition did have a tremendous increase in competition level and they gradually, uh, they, I believe they slipped into finals at Milton which was pretty big for them and they just gradually improved until they took home the win at Monona Grove. I had heard some claims that it was their first grand championship since Sauk Prairie 2001 but I went and double checked that and that was actually first runner-up for the Coraliers so I believe in fact that it is their first grand championship as a program. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, please let me know. Now this is very interesting because they now have to avoid uh, becoming complacent, obviously, and, and they have to keep working just as hard. They were tied with Sock Prairie at the end of prelims at Monona Grove and got the grand championship uh, in finals. Going over to the not tier, just kind of a couple of those choirs that dropped off of the Grand Championship tier. I think two of the most notable ones are Lacrosse Central and Janesville Craig, and it pretty much is the same reasoning for both of those choirs, and it is just that director changes take time. You saw two absolute legends in Adam Miller and Mike Esser leave those programs at the end of the 2019 seasons, and it's just going to take time to adjust to a new director, I don't think that you should expect that overnight success with director changes. I forget who said it, but something along the lines of it takes 10 years to be an overnight sensation. And 
even if it only takes five years to become an overnight sensation, it still takes time, and I think that those programs should be commended for even doing as well as they did, considering the director changes. Uh, I'm also going to put Logan in this tier. I think that they had just had an incredibly successful season in 2019, and they just didn't quite get there this year. I know they branched out into Iowa a little bit, and that was a little bit of a, a different experience for them. I think that Iowa show choir as a whole is just more competitive than Wisconsin on a competition-by-competition competition basis. So that's going to be a little bit of uh, a kick in the pants there. And also Milton, they had two of their competitions canceled, and obviously that's nothing against their program at all. However, uh, they did not place higher than third throughout the whole season, and for a program that has such a decades, decades long tradition of excellence, uh, you're going to have bumps in the road occasionally, and you just got to take those and improve on them for the next chance. Now, I'm not going to make this episode like an hour long and go through where every single choir finished in every single competition. For the sake of brevity, uh, I'm going to just kind of split it up into region overviews like I did for my 2020 season preview. And uh, they're going to be a little bit of a shorter overview. Uh, however, I think that's just because everybody's over the hill a little bit and everybody kind of knows and has had time to digest this season. And I'll try just to add analysis or commentary where I think it will be useful. We will start out in arguably the state's strongest region, and that is the Southwest region. Uh, at the top of that region, you have Onalaska. Holman also won a grand championship. Logan did very well. Reedsburg won a grand championship. Sauk Prairie had a couple of second place appearances. Um, and then Lacrosse Central and Toma and West Salem are kind of the bottom three choirs, varsity level choirs, I should say, in that region. And that is just incredibly difficult to say. And I'll tell you why here right now. Logan actually beat Reedsburg at Sauk Prairie in uh, their last head-to-head matchup of the season, and I think that Logan did, in fact, uh, imp improve their show a lot as the season went on. Uh, and Reedsburg, like I said, beat Sauk Prairie at Monona Grove. They were actually tied for first place heading into finals, and uh, Sauk Prairie just came so close to Grand Championship multiple times this year. Uh, best vocals and best visuals at DePere, but a second place outing to Holman there. And then you get to Lacrosse Central, Toma, and West Salem. And these three are, are really, really tough to kind of organize into definitive rankings because Toma and Lacrosse Central both had a, a string of consistent finals appearances. Uh, obviously, Lacrosse Central missing for the first time in over 20 years was, was a little bit of a big story. But the fact remained that they did make it to the, to the evening round a fair amount in 2020. However, on the other hand, West Salem only made it to finals once in the 2020 season. That was a second place at Eau Claire Memorial in which they beat Lacrosse Central. So it's it's just one of those things where the three of those programs are so close. And I think that when that is your bottom end of the varsity choirs in that region, that you're looking at somebody who finished first runner-up at a competition saying, you know, they're just mired back here in front of, behind, I should say, all of these incredible, incredible groups. I think it speaks volume about the overall competitiveness 
of the Southwest region, and credit to everybody involved for just continually raising the game there. We head now to the Northwest region, and uh, these choirs are really all competitive with each other. And they were heading into 2020, and I think that it's that same way heading into 2022, that really none of these choirs stands out a ton. I have Chippewa Falls at the top of my rankings, followed by Eau Claire Memorial, Colby, Altoona, and Eau Claire North. The plus side about this is that all of these choirs have at least two finals appearances on the 2020 season. And again, like the Southwest region, that's just a testament of of everybody working so hard. And that's a big plus for this region. However, you know, they, they sliced and diced a little bit during the season. Uh, certain choirs improving as the season went on. Uh, I think Eau Claire Memorial kind of threw a little bit of a wrench in things when those results were announced at about the midpoint of the season. But one very interesting thing about this region is that there has been a lot of movement on the leadership side of things. Uh, in Chippewa Falls, longtime director Ron Buckles retired. He will be replaced, or is replaced, I should say, since we're into the school year, by Rachel Malcolm, who comes over from Eau Claire North. Uh, Catherine Lofi will take her place at Eau Claire North, and also Colby has a director change. Kevin Spindler leaves that program after just a tremendous amount of service and a long, long time. I don't know when specifically, and. Carmen Wells will take his place at the helm of the Coalition and Hornets. We are moving now to the Southeast region, and in the Southeast region was actually the only choir outside of the Southwest to win a grand championship in Wisconsin this year, and that is Monona Grove, followed by Janesville Craig and Milton and Fort Atkinson kind of are just so dead even for that third spot in the region. Hamilton had a couple of finals appearances on the year. Mayville made a finals appearance at Colby. Madison East, Kewaskum, Burlington, Broadhead, Parkview, and Vistosia Central round out that region for varsity choirs. And I'll be honest with you, like I said before, Fort Atkinson and Milton have just been too close to call this year. I think that this is just a great example of choirs that just work their butts off and produce quality products and it really helps that they're geographically close to I think they they see each other a little bit if not a bunch on the competition circuit and it goes each way and uh, really that's the the great part about show choirs that you have so many opportunities to uh, compete against the same people and potentially improve your show one of the flyers that I just want to mention real quick here is Madison East. I think that while they did not make any finals this year just based on the slate of competitions they went to, I think that their show definitely could have made finals at certain competitions in the state. I think that uh, they made a lot of gains from last year, and I think that they will hopefully be able to grow upon that and hopefully become a threat for finals at some of these competitions. I also want to give a shout out to Broadhead because if I remember correctly, I couldn't find this in my notes anywhere from the season, but I think I heard that they were student directed this year. So uh, a big props to Broadhead for making it through the season student directed. That is a huge, huge accomplishment for the students at the helm of that program. And one final note about this region, you know, a, a really sad note, and I hate to end it this way, but Wistosha Central actually never saw the stage in a competition this year. Um, I think the weather canceled 
their competitions. Uh, the, the weather canceled Burlington. I think they chose to withdraw from an Indiana competition they were going to because of weather. The COVID-19 pandemic canceled Janesville Craig, and I don't exactly know why they didn't make it to Crete Monet, but uh, just really sad for those kids. And uh, I hope that they were still able to perform uh, in home shows or something like that. We move now to the final varsity region of our 2020 season review, and that is the Northeast region. I have Nina at the top of my five group ranking there. Green Bay East and Green Bay Preble are just about dead even for the second spot in that region, De Pere and then New London. And just want to give a call out to Nina here that obviously they won a grand championship in 2019. They did not in 2020. However, they made finals everywhere they went. And for a region that saw nobody else do that, obviously that's a really big accomplishment, even though there only are five varsity choirs in this region. They had two second runner-ups and two third runner-ups on the year. So definitely, you know, nothing to hang your head about there. Green Bay East had a, a really special season um, for their program historically. They had a lot of consistent low-placing finals appearances, but just making finals for a program that three or four years ago was competing in the prep division is huge and remarkable, and Kevin Flogel has done a lot for that program. Uh, they went hard of American Nashville, uh, did not make the second stage finals, unfortunately, but they did win the Open division. Uh, on the flip side, just even about two miles away from them, three miles away from them, Green Bay Preble, they only made one finals all year out of their three competitions. It was at De Pere. However, they beat East by two spots, and that's what just makes this so tricky is that the other two competitions, they went to Milton and Naperville North, were just absolutely stacked, and that left De Pere as, as really their only measuring stick against a, a bunch of Wisconsin choirs. And they beat Easter, and I believe it was their first podium since 2017. So good strides for Andrew Tolksdorf and the Preble program there. And as I mentioned before, Kevin Spindler left the Colby Vocal Music Program. That is to head to New London, where Lori Fleury has retired after, I think, somewhere along the lines of 30 to 35 years at New London, so I wish Miss Lori Fleury a very happy retirement, and I'm excited to see what Kevin Spindler can do. I think that New London put out a solid show in 2020, and the Spin Man has always gotten the most out of his choirs. I've loved Colby's shows for the past few years, and I'm excited to see what he can do at New London. However, I did say that that was the last region for our varsity season review. You guys didn't just think that I would leave all of our prep and unisex groups out there in the cold, did you? The answer is no, I will not. And so without further ado, we will launch into our division winners tier, similar to the grand champion tier for the varsity choirs. Uh, that includes Sauk Prairie YTBN, who picked up three division wins on the year. Green Bay Southwest, Spotlight Singers picked up two division wins on the year. On Alaska Express picked up two division wins on the year. Nina Act 2 picked up two division wins on the year. And then at one division win, we have Milton Octave Above, Plymouth Momentum, Sparta Upstage Adrenaline, Chippewa Falls Melodics, DeForest, and Holman. And I just want to also give a call to some choirs not in that tier. I know Monona Groves, Silver Dimension made some strides this year, I think. Uh, Ford Atkinson's Lexington Singers uh, also had a good year. 
So a couple of those choirs providing depth in those divisions is key. And I also want to give a shout out to some of our, uh, what I like to call prep independents. And these are schools that have their top group competing in the prep division. Uh, and I think some of the foremost schools in that category this year uh, included Sparta, DeForest, Plymouth, and Green Bay Southwest, who all claimed division wins this year. And I think that Sparta, especially running a full six competition slate and grabbing that one prep division win at North St. Paul is really well for the program. I obviously have no say in how these things happen, nor do I want to have a say in how these things happen. But uh, I do think that once you get to six competitions, I, I hope that you know you can eventually move up to that varsity division and hopefully contend there in some of those competitions. And uh, who knows? You know, we, we always love to see uh, choirs move up from the prep division to the varsity division. Obviously, DeForest taking a division win as well, uh, and they've had they've had a good competition slate for a few years now. So I'm I'm really excited to see where they go as a program as well. And just one other prep independent I wanted to mention is Franklin. Uh, obviously, they did not take home any division wins this year, but I don't think it was a bad season for the program. Year number three in existence, uh, I think you look at Hamilton High School and how they are still in their first decade of existence, uh, that show choir program at that school. And I think that, that Franklin could very easily follow that if they keep going to three or four competitions a year and steadily getting better. I was very glad to see a number of new groups enter the prep division this year. Uh, including Phillips, Philharmonics, who are at Colby, Ashwabanon, Encore, who's at De Pere, Cashton, Ridgetop Revolution, which was at a couple competitions, I think, this year, uh, and Marinette, which unfortunately had to shelve their debut uh, at Colby due to unknown reasons. Um, and obviously, on the other hand, you know, there were some groups that did not return to the competitive circuit this year uh, Medford, Peshtigo, Edgewood, Lodi, and Baraboo. Um, I did reach out to Baraboo's director, uh, Drake Lurens, before the season started to check on their plans. I did not receive a response from Mr. Lurens, um, and I, I didn't really take that as a good omen at the time, and unfortunately it wasn't. However, you know, there are a lot of uh, non-competitive show choir opportunities in the state of Wisconsin, and I think that that's something that a lot of us sleep on, uh, and we get so wrapped up in the competitive circuit, and myself included in that, I'm just as guilty as the next one. Uh, Washburn hosted uh, a show choir extravaganza in November 2019. Uh, them, Ashland, uh, Northwestern, out of Maple were there. Uh, Green Bay East hosted their non-competitive Shebango in early January. I think it was them, Preble, De Pere, Ashwabanon that was there. Um, obviously, a lot of schools do show choir in a state's own ensemble. However, some of the schools I've seen going above and beyond that are uh, Kettle Marine Lutheran down uh, north of Milwaukee, uh, Somerset up in the northwest area of the state, uh, Keel, Sheboygan North, and Sheboygan South, all in that northeast-southeast kind of borderline there, and uh, Deerfield, who is uh, over by Monona Grove. Also, I want to give a quick shout-out to all of the middle school show choirs for the 2020 season. I know I don't talk about them a ton because there aren't really too many competitions that have a competitive middle school division, so it's it's just hard for me to, to quantify uh, middle school results when there aren't any. However, I know that 
you know, there were good middle school group numbers at a lot of competitions this year, and I think that that's a big plus. And looking forward, there actually is some show choir happening this weekend. I'm recording this uh, in early November, and this November 7th, this Saturday, uh, Scottswold High School in western Nebraska is holding their Old West Choir Fest, so I will definitely be all about that, as I believe it is the first competitive event of the season to happen. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or thoughts about the podcast, emails are very welcome, wishowchoir at gmail.com. Also, you know, if that's not your thing, DMs are open on both Twitter and Instagram at wishowchoir. You know, I'd love to know what is your choir doing this year? You know, what tweaks are you making? What kind of fun and creative things are you doing? Because show choir is not canceled. Uh, there are definitely ways to still conduct show choir in a world that has COVID-19, and I would love to hear about some of those plans and potentially talk about them in a future episode. And speaking of future episodes, I think that this winter will be a fun one. I have some episode ideas that I think are really fun, and I hope that you think that they're really fun and creative as well, so I'm looking forward to recording and producing those over the next couple months. And if you would like to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on, uh, Apple Podcasts especially, that would do a lot to help expand the podcast reach. And I think that you know we all need some encouragement in these times uh, when so much of the world around us uh, is so focused on negativity. And uh, it's just really nice to be able to get the word about the great circuit that is the Wisconsin Show Choir Circuit out there to more people. As always, please stay safe, stay healthy, and this is William Soakey saying goodbye until the next Wisconsin Show Choir download. <laughs>